Hello, everyone. This week in the 365 Message Center show, we're going to talk about some updates to Microsoft Stream, being able to insert components in our videos. It's kind of pretty sweet there. They also the co-organizer experience for when creating Teams webinars is getting updated. Uh, we're excited about that and hope you are too. And then we're also talking about well, the removal of one of a feature that I've used a lot, uh, Find Time, and what Microsoft has in store for replacing Find Time. Those messages is more on this week's episode, so let's roll it. Three hundred and ten. We made it to three ten. Yep. Is there any significance with the number three ten? I don't know. I was trying to. Well, you know, you've got you got like uh, golden wedding anniversaries of fifty, diamond mm -hmm. I think is sixty years, and the three hundred and tenth episode of your wedding is a miracle. So <laughs> choose your element. I don't know. Radioactive Everything. titanium that glows in the dark. <laughs> That's like <laughs> titanium that has spent time in Chernobyl or something. That might yeah, be yeah. bad. Yeah, why not? That'd be terrible. Uh, so <laughs> that's a wonderful topic that we'll leave for another episode. So, so you know when that episode publishes. Make sure you subscribe below, everyone, if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on audio podcast, that's awesome. Glad you found us. Make sure you subscribe to it and uh, make sure that you listen to every episode so you can wait for when we talk about glow-in-the-dark titanium. Mm, mm. Uh, make sure you also give us a thumbs up. We'd greatly appreciate it. And of course, where are we on socials? In which socials are we on, Daryl? Um, uh, every single one of them that matters and mm. our tag. Uh, we've managed to secure. We've paid a lot of people to release that particular handle from different, <laughs> different various platforms because we own the rights to it, of course. Yeah. It is 365MCS, people, so uh, thank you, uh, Elon Musk, for releasing that one on Twitter to us. That was great. Um, and uh, thank you also to um, that other guy from Facebook. What is his name again? Zuckerberg. Yeah, thank you for releasing 365MCS on, on Facebook as well. That's, that was uh, very kind of you. Um, yeah, and it was great to be able to come to, to that peaceful accord of um of having those Daryl, you're just too much sometimes. platforms that matter i'm just digging i'm just digging you're just digging a too hole. much sometimes i feel like people regardless of the big hole that daryl just dug himself uh go ahead and give us a thumbs up we'd we'd greatly appreciate it uh it lets hmm. us know you care uh and also give us some comments as we go through here and talk about things make sure you leave us some comments uh, on the video or you know on the socials at 365 MCS so we can we can discuss whether we talked about the things you wanted to talk about and whether we um, did a good job or not I mean if we didn't maybe don't say that part but you know just complain about the air conditioning it was too cold yeah, in that's the session too cold. Room. so I will say one thing before we jump in I will say that uh, I ran into a long term oh, long term I made that mistake again I said that in an episode previously, I said long term and I meant long time. A long time listener, Sandy, uh, she uh, would often jump in when we were a live show. She would often jump yeah. in and, you know, and chat and everything. I ran into her in Chicago, not physically, but, you know, 
I I talked to her and she was like, I missed something. And I said, yeah, we covered that on the show. She was like, oh, I didn't know about that thing. And I'm like, well, you know, if you kind of watch the show. And so she said she's carved out time every week to watch the show now. Hello, Sandy. Uh, and I think everyone should be like Sandy. Carve out time. Yeah. And you will stay entertained. Whether you're laughing with us or at us, we, whatever, as long as you're laughing, we're, we're good with that. Yeah. So. You know, we make it easy for you too because we put <laughs> chapters in so you can skip past all the sponsorship <laughs> messages and bad dad jokes. At least, I mean, you'll get some of them throughout the show, but you can skip to the details. Um, mm. You can find the chapters just along the bottom there. Just, you know, you'll click there and you'll get to but that you first shouldn't. message. You should just listen and watch the whole thing. That too. That too. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Sandy. Um, and so clicking to that, that first message, and some of you, maybe you have just arrived at this because you've skipped over all the garbage we've talked about beforehand. It wasn't garbage. Come on. But, you know, if you thought it was garbage and you downloaded, you know, you took a video and you were like, hey, that was garbage, but let's put some other garbage in there. That's what this message is talking about. <laughs> That's terrible. That was a terrible introduction. No, this is actually really cool. Microsoft Streams yes. add a survey, a poll, or quiz to a video at specific times. MC six double eight six three two. This is functionality that actually was mentioned, I, I think, a little while back. I don't know if it was Mark on the product team or who it was that was talking about this. But being able to mm. edit videos that you have stored in SharePoint and OneDrive, but being able to add, and this is using Microsoft Forms, which we all love. Microsoft Forms here, um, being able to use that functionality and, and inserting a poll, like you're doing a, an instruction class or um, you're you're doing a, um, you maybe you did a webinar or something and you recorded it and now you're going to, whatever. And you want to put quizzes mm. or you want to put polls um, inserted in, you can most certainly do that now. So this will be... Uh, like I said, using Microsoft Forms, you'll be able to create that form and then be able to include it in when you're editing in the edit experience for the video. Um, so, Daryl, do you do you see this? I mean, all those examples I just gave, is that, you know, can you think of any other examples of where you would use this? Oh, I, like I how think you would that, use it? Um, yeah, using out-of-the-box tools in M365 to create learning style content mm. for your organization, the ability to add quizzes is just mint, mm. right? It's not like you're going to necessarily take the form and um, confirm if people are answering the right answer, and if they don't, then they can leave the team. Um, <laughs> that's a bit drastic. <clears throat> well, I'm, you know, I'm but, thinking about <coughs> like a scenario where you might need to do some training. One one thing I tell mm. whenever I'm doing a session about sharing in Power BI, for instance, there's a way to share reports uh, external to your company that are completely anonymous, basically. And mm. I tell people to never, ever do that. It's called published web. I say never, ever, ever do that, except there's some exceptions, right? And mm. Uh, but when I say for those for those exceptions, you should set up a security group and you should train people before you put them in that security group so that they can do that functionality. Well, this is great. Create some videos, put in a quiz in the video, 
And of course you go back to Microsoft forms to see the results. And if they passed all the answers, you know, they, they answered correctly of when functionality should be used or whatever, then you give them access, stuff like that. Mm. I mean, this would be, a, we could sit here all day uh, with this one message because I think we could come up but with a I lot will, of scenarios. I'll add something along that, yeah. that same line, Daniel. And it's like, you know, if you were doing this in real time and you stopped and you asked your audience a question, uh, it's one, just you know, getting them to sort of, hey, you know, are you with me? Are we with me? Were you listening? Um, right. But secondly, like being able to do this in a virtual sense where it's on demand, you're asking that question, the right answer can be presented once you've answered in that form, and then you can carry on from there. And you've already yeah. created like a, a blip in the, oh, yeah, actually, that's really going to stick with me now because that point, sure. I either got it right or I didn't. Absolutely. So this will be begin rolling out early December, uh, finished in late December in standard release. Um, or no, I'm sorry begin rolling out standard release in late January. So um, that'll be great. Well, let's stick with stream and adding stuff, okay? Microsoft mm -hmm. Stream, add a hyperlink or text callout to a video at specific times, MC688631. Same way we're talking about editing a video, being able to add a form, you know, with a quiz or um, a survey or whatever, we're gonna be able to do hyperlinks and text callouts. Uh, so I think this is uh, uh, kind of similar in the way that I, I'm doing a video, I've done some things, and I want to do some call-outs. Like, hey, look here, you know, pay attention to this, you know, doing some, you know, yeah, having some text over this. This is a very important mm. part, and you should remember this for a question, you know, on the quiz later or something. I don't know. I mean, but making it a little more interactive I feel like when people create videos, they feel like that's the end, and they have to produce this, you know, be a use crazy software to make some whiz bang video before they put it on their internet for people to use. When maybe you could do it and then edit it and do these kind of things, insert it to bring the functionality and the experience that you want it want to bring. Um, so this is the same rollout as the previous one we talked about. Early December, mm. starting to roll out for targeted release and standard, starting to roll out late January. So, um, really looking forward to this. Uh, and I, you know, since they're adding this functionality, I wouldn't be surprised if they add some more around, you know, editing and doing some, even some additional other stuff too. So, um, so that yeah, should be exciting. I guess the next, the next step here would be supporting SCORM content, so you're able to create your. Uh, video plus questions in various different forms, and then you know uh, importing the SCORM kind of content to go along with that, so it's interactive. Fantastic, mm, indeed. Daniel, uh, this next one uh, is is kind of still in the same area. It's it's around about you know Teams and and running webinars, so mm. they will eventually become videos and and stream. <laughs> Co-organizer yeah. experience updates in Teams, webinars, and town halls. That's MC688109. Um, the co-organizers, it's a good role, definitely. Uh, when you're running a webinar, you need people to support you, especially if you've got like a large audience and you've got to, <laughs> you've got to manage those things in the chat and you know maybe uh, also even the speakers if you've got quite quite a, a number of people to, to sort of switch between. Um, so they're, uh, Microsoft are adding a few more capabilities to that uh, in the meeting options. Um, you know, so far, co-organizers, as the message says, that they um, were able to set you know, event theming. They could manage registration and view the registrations, meeting options, 
view reports, but but that was about it. Um, and so there's some things that now they can they can they can do this as well. Co-organizers can edit event details. Yes, we don't have to just depend on the one person that that created the event. Uh, they can publish it. They can cancel the event as well on behalf of. Um, so your co-organizers. So once the co-organizer is added, they will have full parity of experience as the organizer. And one thing that that was critical for me when we were using webinars to run trainings over and over was being able to get those um, attendance reports. You know, I want to be able to download them and aggregate the information so we can report back to people who care about that. Uh, and now as a co-organizer, I can. I don't have to just uh, rely on the organizer. So this is a targeted release. We'll be rolling out in mid-January. Uh, expect to be complete late January. And for standard release, rolling out early February and complete late February. And I think this would be really, you know, it's really good for, hey, you've got this webinar scheduled and the organizer is leading it and then they get sick the day before or the day of. Exactly. Well, you know, okay, exactly. I'm, I know you're about to cough up a lung and... And maybe you're in the emergency room or at the doctor's office, but could you please log in and cancel, <laughs> cancel the webinar? Can you just give me your face, right? Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Now okay. I'll. Yeah. Um, I got this. For those that on the audio podcast, Daryl was demonstrating on his phone to unlock it with his face. I was holding my been... phone over the pace person Patient. who's laid out on yeah. a stretcher, just being pushed through the operating doors. <laughs> Nice. Um, so anyway, I think for Perfect. you know we ma we're making light of this, but I mean it could be serious. But you know, in yeah. the it, it's great. Um, I think we've been waiting for this, and it's great to see that we can have that kind of parity there. So I'm I'm yep. excited about yep. that. Uh, Daniel, would you find green rooms to be quite a useful feature? You know, yes, because you want to get organized before you start talking, right? Totally. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's still possible in, in some ways uh, that you can make people wait in a lobby and then Daniel and I can be sitting there getting all things set up and stuff. But sometimes we want people to come into a meeting experience and, and still have that space to get organized. So virtual events, the green room license, MC688639. It's actually a feature right now for Teams Premium peeps. Uh, that you can turn on the green room feature uh, when you're setting up your meeting. And Daniel and I can be getting ready in that green room. And everyone else can be happily coming in. You know, we've removed that restriction. People don't have to wait in a lobby. We can start to interact with them and chat as well. But they don't actually see us on screen yet. The presentation hasn't started yet. And so that green room is a great place to get organized and, and um, yeah, get ready to, to go. Well, uh, what was or currently is a premium feature is going to become available to a whole lot more people without having to have premium. Uh, so this will be available to Office and M365 Enterprise E1, E3, E5, Education, A1, A3, A5. Uh, so you no longer need a Teams premium license. Uh, you, Green Room will be turned on by default for Teams webinars. Which is interesting, you know, when the feature's turned on like that for Mm -hmm. a type of meeting um it means that oh what are, we're in a green room okay what are we are we how do we get the people to see so you are going to need a bit of training right if right. you if you're dropped into this green room you've got to know um 
how to to start your event if you if you haven't already practiced. So, well, I, uh, that, I think that, it makes I sense. That would be part yeah. of the yeah preparation. Yeah, absolutely. I think that makes sense. Makes perfect sense to me. Um, making sure you get in, get your ducks in a row, as they say, and um, mm. so. I, you know, it's one of those, I find it being one of those, I wish it already had that. So now we do. So good. Yay. And it's free. Not only, well, kind of. And not only <laughs> wish we already had that, but as I read this now, this feature is currently available. So yeah. it should be there. If you set up a webinar in Teams mm -hmm. and you have one of those licenses, you're good to go. Wonderful. So, yeah, there we go. No need to, to, to wait. It's, it's, it's ready now-ish. Now-ish now. Nowish. Nowish <laughs> um, now. Um, hey, Daniel, let's have a retirement yes. party. Oh. What? Really? You agreed great. with me? Do we get cake? Are we Are we still doing the show? Or is this, is this it? Like, yeah. We're, everyone, this is the time when we're going to talk about retirement. And, yep. um, you know, we've got our retirement funds. Well, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. No, we don't. But we just felt like maybe it's a time. We'll move into to, Florida. Okay. Cool. Um, no, uh, what we're going to talk about, we're, we're going to talk about a couple of items that are being retired. Sorry, people we are sticking around. You're going to have to, you know, put up with us next week, but, yeah. uh, yeah, we yeah. are going to have a little bit of retirement party for a couple of things. First up is something that I have used many times. Um, so it's kind of a, you know, a sad time for me. Find time add in is being removed and replaced with scheduling poll as a native feature mc688929 yes uh find time which is a a product that came out of um microsoft garage right it was a mm. it was kind of a which it basically meant it was a tool that was kind of created by one or two people i think and then it was added on to and and used but basically allowing you to send a poll to people you want to meet with and they select the times that they are available uh and the once you got consistent consensus no uh it would actually you could set it up this way or not it was a checkbox i think it was to be able to send automatically the the invite or you could have it to where you just you know you schedule it manually so now that's going away and that's going to be, um, it's going to stop working December 11th. The, uh, the replacement for this is the scheduling poll, which is, I think, aptly named because it's basically the same thing. We're, we're trying to schedule a meeting and we're sending a poll and trying to figure this out because frankly, it's the hardest thing that, uh, that has, you know, we, we talk about running meetings and all the functions. The hardest thing to do is find when everybody's available, especially if mm. you're having more than two or three people in a meeting. When is everybody available? Well, we're looking into, well, it's November now. We'll look to March to see when everyone's, you know. Uh, it's so difficult to schedule meetings sometimes. So, uh, you know, I'm glad they're not just getting rid of it, right? Um, and they're going to, they're pushing us to use this the scheduling poll uh, for us to use it. Now, if you don't have access to it, um, then you, you know, you can switch and get the early access, uh, the, the current channel, uh, kind of rollout for office. Remember you can, we've talked about this on the show before you could postpone when your users get updated. Um, and so, you know, if, 
for instance, you've postponed that, they may not have this functionality yet. And so you might have to catch them up and get them to that functionality, or they just won't have the scheduling poll, um, you know, anytime soon until they, the, their uh, office does get updated. So Daryl, what do you think about this? Um, thoughts on find time going away, uh, but being replaced by scheduling poll. Well, yeah, because it was a garage project, it kind of sat out off to the side and probably on its own infrastructure. And so the transition to using scheduling poll instead has has been gradual over time already. I've, mm. I've been using scheduling yeah. poll uh, already under that name. So this is really just almost like a, you know, enjoy your retirement. Thanks, thanks for your thanks, thanks for, for your service, the memories. Yeah. But thanks for your service. Isn't that appropriate now? Like, yes. Because we're remembering people's service as well. Um, That's right. <clears throat> yeah, fantastic, fantastic products. Scheduling poll, um, get stuck in and keep using it. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do to add to it to, to kind of make it a bit better, but um, hey, maybe they could co-pilotize it, make co-pilot now, find the time for us. But wasn't there a functionality that did that previously? Um, yeah, yeah, an AI-driven thing, which actually ended up being um, not as good as it needed to be. So no, they it wasn't. Farmed it out to some people in a call center just to check the sense of. <laughs> it was like, oh, never mind. We won't go too what far. What was it called? There. I can't remember it now. Uh, it was called. It was a Cortana service. Remember? It was. Uh, like like scheduling assistant or something. Yeah, like that. you you said you know schedule a meeting with these people. Yeah. You know for this amount of time, and it would go out and look at go their find calendars. Me some time. Yeah. Go go yeah go book it, and and then then this chat bot type thing will go off and try and do that yeah. for you, but. Um, so we've it been trying to fix this problem for a long time. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. hopefully it'll get better. Uh, you know, schedule poll is nice, but it's still not as clean as it could be. So maybe we can uh, co-pilot that thing. Mm. Um, uh, next message, uh, who? It's about who? Whom? Whom? Well, who? indeed, right? Um, I, I remember the first name, but I don't remember the surname. So I'm gonna mm. gonna have to look for it. Mm. Who bought? Who bought? Right. Microsoft Teams who bought to be retired. I oh, know, shaky head. It's just, <laughs> this is just dad, dad joke central. Yeah. But we're well qualified. We're dads. <laughs> um, <laughs> so who we're bought? Qualified. Who bought was uh, another uh, great app that was available in Teams in, in early times uh, as a way of you know trying to find out um, about people, almost like querying your org chart real quickly. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a side app you could add and make use of it. And so that is being retired because they're folding that kind of capability into Microsoft Copilot. Mm-hmm. Um, now, don't don't get too jumpy now. I heard you. You were like, what? We're going to have to pay for that? To, when I, whenever I say Copilot, people might think, okay, that's, that's the, the paid thing. Remember, people. That Copilot comes in various different flavors, and Ooh, Microsoft like chocolate? Copilot, chocolate, if you will, yeah, chocolate with orange in it. I don't know, a mixed flavor. Hmm. Um, if if you are using a Microsoft account for work, that's M three six five, Office three six five. You sign into the browser or sign into Bing. Uh, then that that in Bing Enterprise Search Copilot thingo something which doesn't cost you anything. It's included in your license. That's the official name, by the way. They've had to lengthen it 
um, to give the, <laughs> the description, um, will deal with this capability. So you can search for someone, it'll find, and it'll give you a bit of information about that. Um, so Hubot, thanks for your service as well. <laughs> um, it's not one that I used as much though. I think like mm -hmm. comparing it to Find Time, uh, yeah, Hubot, Hubot sort of came and went. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Awesome. Uh, it will no longer be available after mid-December. Well, I mean, not awesome like awesome it's going away, but you know, <laughs> awesome that we finished covering it. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh you know that is our episode this week yeah. um you know we we kind of quickly went through that but i think that uh hopefully we brought some value and uh make sure that you give us a thumbs up greatly appreciate it mm. share it out you know that probably is the best thing if i could ask you to do anything this week i i would greatly appreciate it. you just share out this episode or any other episodes where you're finding value that we have and send it out to your team, uh, send it out on the socials and ask people to watch. We'd, we'd greatly appreciate that. Give us a subscribe uh, down below uh, so we can make sure that we connect every week. People, we, mm. we love doing this and we love connecting with everyone. I got a tip too. Oh. Like when you share the show, you can mm -hmm. also, if, if there was a particular message you found helpful and you want to mm. let a team member know or someone know, Mm -hmm. uh, you can use the feature in YouTube to say share from this point in the video. So mm -hmm. you know, consider that too. I know some some of our um, uh, community audience uh, use mm -hmm. that. We can see the little blips as uh, people jump in and, and start Absolutely. from there. Uh, so that's another good way to just share the relevant stuff about a particular message. So you can Absolutely. skip past all the dad jokes and <laughs> or, or get Don't lower do doses. Come on. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining. We greatly appreciate it. And then until next week, bye-bye for now. Yeah, bye for now. <laughs>